0: Welcome to Two Guys Talking Youth Ministry Podcast, a podcast all about youth ministry culture, leadership, and strategy, led by two local youth pastors, along with other youth leaders from around the country. Now here's your hosts, Matt Willingham and John Kiloboss. Hey, what is up, everybody? We're back. Episode?
1: Double deuce.
0: your number. Double your deuce. number. It's Ep- my,
1: it is my digits. Episode 22 of Two Guys Talking Talk- Youth Ministry. That's it. Mm, we're excited. Man, I'm pumped. Dude, I listen. You said it. Twenty two is my lucky number. It is. So this one, I'm feeling really excited about today. Yeah. Pretty pumped. I think. I think it matches the the month that we're in really well. Yeah. And so, but before Black we get History into the, Month, right? No, not necessarily. Before we get oh. into the before we get into the uh, episode today, though, we do have a little housekeeping we need to do. We do. We do. not have housekeeping we need to do. Hey, we want to say thanks. For hanging out with us. We always uh, don't take it lightly when people check out our episodes. And uh, and so some of you have been asking us some questions. And some of you are still like, yo, how do we get in touch with you again? Uh, we do have a Facebook page. If you go on Facebook, if you look up, up Essential Coaching, mm-hmm. um, that is one way. But you can also email us directly. Yep. And that is how, PJ. You, you can email
0: us at Essential Coaching. At our name, john at essentialcoaching.us right. and matt at essentialcoaching.us. Very easy. Our website is essentialcoaching.us. Look, Hit you us see up. how uniform we keep everything? We're trying yeah. to keep it simple. Why? Because we're simple people. It's really, it's because we have somebody that helped us set all that up. Yeah, Otherwise, actually. Otherwise, we would have
1: found a bunch of cool different names for everything. Yeah, you're right. Would have <laughs> made it very confusing for everyone because <laughs> that's how our minds think. Um, but yeah, so today is episode... Number 22, hey, we want to thank you um, as you listen, as you share. Some of you, you comment some stuff on Facebook, and you shoot us some emails yourself. And so we want to say thanks again. Make sure you like it. Make sure you share it. Uh, Maybe share it with some other youth leaders, some other people in youth ministry. Again, this is not just for youth pastors. This is volunteer youth leaders, senior pastors, people in general can listen to it. I do want to go ahead and begin to promo our next two guests that we have coming up on Two Guys Talking Youth Ministry. You do not want to miss it. Probably two of the sharpest dudes uh, that we know, and which we know a lot of sharp people, but these two guys coming up, uh, it's going to be some good stuff. But today we're going to go ahead and jump right into our podcast episode number 22. And today we're talking about how to navigate relation slips whoa how to navigate relation slips mm-hmm. did you like that I love it not relationships relation yep. slips you like it wow came wow. up with that. That's really good. It was, it was, All
0: by yourself, right? No, no, no. It's actually oh. both of us. Oh, <laughs> I mean, we definitely put our heads together. Well, why together. was I surprised about it? I don't know. Why was why I even, impressed? I don't even I don't,
1: understand it. I don't know. It was, was pretty weird that you actually got caught off guard on no, that No, it's
0: good because I'll be honest. A lot of the emails and conversations that we get that we get asked, or maybe not so much even asked, but a lot of conversations that happen from pastor to pastor, youth pastor to youth pastor, a lot of the times it's how to navigate those things in their youth ministry. Right. If there's drama. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, where's that drama stemming from? Relation slips. Relation slips. You got mm-hmm. that guy girl drama. You mm-hmm. got this girl mad at that girl mm-hmm. because of the drama started from that guy. It's all it's
1: all drama started from what? Listen, the only time I'll share a quick story. You Uh-oh. remember this story, John. The one and only time now some of you are listening today and you're probably gonna be like, Really? In thirteen years of ministry, you've only had one? Yep. Um, but we do a pretty good job keeping everything squashed. The only yeah. one time we've ever had a fist fight uh-huh. <laughs> in our youth ministry yep. was two girls, was two young ladies that ended up throwing fisticuffs because of a dude. That's absolutely that's right. The only, that's the only fight. You're right. We'll, and I'll never forget, too. Like, all right, let's just take a stroll down memory lane for they, a second. Yeah. It was after church. And, and the one girl who, who swung the first punch was maybe... Four foot six. Oh, that's tall. You're maybe, tra- that's tall, right maybe, there. You're giving her three or four maybe, inches on that. Maybe eighty five pounds, wringing yeah. wet, right? Yeah. And she walks right up to this other young lady, right to ch- right up to church, taps her on the shoulder, and as she turns around, just boom, yeah. popped her right in her face,
0: knocked her down, yeah, because relation slips,
1: relation slips, and, and that's a good point. That
0: mm-hmm. is the. I was I'm trying to think back of just like all the. All the fist fights and physical altercations—that really is the only one yep. that we've had in our youth ministry that didn't involve you. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. listen, that's
1: so untrue. Yeah. Now you're gonna think now people's thinking like I'm a very physical altercation person. No, not me I'm a very calm, yeah. collective person. No, never let the anger get the best of me. But today we are. It is fitting because it's right. February. Right. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. Oh. You know, wait, what was it? I don't know. It was just Valentine's Day. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. And this is a natural month that I know a lot of times in youth ministry. You know, in youth ministry, one of the easiest things to do when it comes to ministry uh, preparation, when it comes particularly to sermon preparation, series, whatever you're looking at, sometimes the ebb and flow of youth ministry is can you it can can be made easier if you follow the natural ebb and flow of the calendar. So, for example, what I mean by this is. February is Valentine's Day. February is an easy month to spend some time on relationships, or as we call them, relation slips. That's right. Um, when it when it comes to, uh, you know, kind of like your youth ministry calendar. So today, that's kind of what I want to do, because like you said, John, we get a lot of conversations about yeah. this, a lot of questions. You know, how do you navigate um, with your teenagers? Again, our goal as youth pastors, as youth leaders, is we want our young people to be the healthiest God you know, most godly people we can get them to be. Um, and in that process as they're going through this process of teenagehood, dating happens, right? Yeah. Now I wish like we all know, of course, I know some youth, and listen, if you're out there and you're listening today and you're one of those youth pastors that you're like, Well, man, I just tell my kids don't date and don't do it and how they shouldn't do it and it's wrong and all this. Hey, I get it, like I hear that, yeah. but guess what? They're gonna do it anyways. Yeah, right you know, so, so I, you know, we come more from the, from the line of thought in the school of like, Hey, they're going to date, they're going to have relationships and we can preach sermons all day that they shouldn't. We can preach sermons all day of not to, but they're going to do it. So, you know, how do we navigate that? Yeah. So that's what we're going to spend some time talking today. Um, you know, and I guess like just a springboard right off of that, John, as we, as we kind of dive right into this, I think sometimes the mistake we make uh, in youth ministry, oftentimes in ministry in general, but in youth ministry, oftentimes is we sp- we spend a lot of time. We spend way too much time on the don'ts. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And not enough time on the OK. This is what God says you should be doing. Right. This is what God says, who God says you should be. And this is. Yeah. And, and again, again, yes, the don'ts is there. Like, hands down. Right. You know, we should we should hit the don'ts. We should hit, you know, focus on that. But I think sometimes we. We kind of even give God a bad rap and even the gospel a bad rap. If we just, if the gospel, and if the message, whatever that may be. And today we're talking in the context of of relation slips. um, But when we spend a lot of time in the context of just, well, don't do this and don't do that. And don't like God becomes a God of just you shouldn't do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what do you think, you know, when you see a a ministry? And again, we've we've fallen prey to that ourselves. But when you see a ministry that follows that line more often than not that they spend a lot of time on the don'ts and not enough time on the do's like what's some damaging effects you think what well, can come from that
0: well first of all i think if you throw a bunch of don'ts at students then they're going to they're going to get overwhelmed with like you said they're going to get overwhelmed with what they can't do they're going to go behind your back and they're going to do what they want to do and what they know what everybody else is telling them to do right so they're hearing a lot of the how relationships should look from everywhere else. And when they hear a bunch of don'ts, they're going to they're gonna do what they want to do, and then they're going to do it the only way they know how to do it.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: So I, I we see that all the time. A lot of times if you throw don'ts at students, um, honestly, I, I used to think if you throw a bunch of don'ts at students and if they weren't connected, they would go away. But I think it even happens with kids that can be severely connected. Sometimes uh-huh. I think we underestimate the power of. Relationships that kids are in. And we think, well, I've got a bunch of coins in my pocket with this kid. I'm just going to tell them, you don't need a date. You don't need to do this. I'm going to treat them like my child. And then sure enough, that is the wedge that initially will drive them away yeah. from your relationship yeah. with them. Right. So you can see kids drift away because of it too. And um, we've seen that happen. Yeah, absolutely. E- even in our own personal yep. ministry
1: experience. That like you said, like yep. the kids that were like, oh, well, surely we can have this conversation right. with them and tell them yep. not to and tell them. And listen, and I'm not saying we should stay away from that. I'm no, not sure. I think, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying yeah that we don't have those tough conversations but but what we're saying and what you're what you're echoing there John is like when we just come from the angle of yep. like, don't do this. Right. And that's just a natural human Of course. Know, that's a natural human effect of like as soon as somebody says don't do this we're like well I'm gonna right. do that.
0: And here's the thing is a lot of times when we're doing that, we are speaking out of experience. Right. We know a lot of us, I mean maybe I'm not speaking for everybody obviously. We know a lot of the mistakes that we came across, and we know a lot of the temptations, and sometimes our don'ts also, they come from biblical principles, of right. course, but then they also come from red flags that we're seeing because we we stuck those red flags in the ground in our own lives, yeah, too, yeah. and, and sometimes true. we can come off a little bit strong that way, and yeah. again... Again, instead of taking a situation that you could have legitimate conversation and discipleship with somebody, what you're doing, what we're doing, not, you know, what we're doing is now we're
1: creating a separation instead of bringing something together. Yeah, so. that's yeah, that's so true. And, and so so today, maybe, like, let's just, we'll just kind of, John, walk them through a couple of yeah. things that, that we have found, you know, again, in, in our time in, in youth ministry that has worked. Um, that, that we've kind of put into practice things that we've had other people speak in the, our life. You know, the first thing I would say when it comes to relation slips, and the reason I'm calling them relation slips is is that, f- and I don't mean just dating, but friendships, relationships, those are probably going to be the yep. number one thing that our students will struggle with that will either right. cause them to go further or to be pulled back. That's right. know, In their Christ walk. Yep. You know, you know, one thing you know we tell our students a lot is like friends are like elevators. I know we've all heard it. They can either take you up, take you down. Same yep. way in relationships. It's like elevators. Yep. Take you up, take you down. That's right. You know, and so so we have to look at these friendships, relationships and say, yep. what are they doing in our life? And and oftentimes more than not, sadly they become relations slips and it yep. causes them to, you know, deter or fall away right. or, or be separated from God. And I think the first thing the first thing you have to start, particularly in our culture Today, I think this is more prevalent than ever in 2018, you know, when we start looking back and we have seen it in other times of youth ministry, other times of working with students, is our students, even more than ever, I think, has a blurred line in the difference between infatuation and what real love looks like. Right. Yep. No, that's very true. Like, we have a generation that is very big on infatuation. They think it's love. Yeah. But it's really infatuation. I don't. I don't mean just boyfriend, girlfriend stuff. I mean just our culture today. They they hear it from every angle mm-hmm. that their life is built on feelings. Yeah, you should do what your feelings tell you to do. That's yep. infatuation, right? Yeah, like you get infatuated with something. It, it, it's more feelings based, and it's more you know do what makes you feel good, and do yep. you know be what makes you feel complete, right? And, and which is a dangerous place to why, be. Because, and why is
0: that? Because that's dangerous yeah because the second you don't feel good
1: exactly you you throw it away yeah exactly no
0: matter what it is yeah
1: and listen i mean i'm a i'm a 36 year old grown man mm-hmm. right and my feelings fluctuate absolutely my no. my
0: feelings have changed about a hundred times from them this morning when <laughs> exactly. i woke up
1: so put it in the context of of, of students you know yeah. junior high students senior high students that you know their bodies are going through all this change hormones yeah. are high hormones yeah. are low i mean their feelings are on a on a major roller coaster ride. Right. You know? And that's yep. what we you know, I've told my students before. Like, there's days that I don't feel like I want to be married. Right. And I, and I know some people are listening to that be like, what? You you said that to teenagers? Absolutely. I know yeah. there's days that my wife feels like she don't want to be married to me. I'm right. getting on her nerves, right? Yep. Like I've I've been a jerk. Maybe I said something to me. Right. There's days I got three kids, ten, eight, and six. Let me tell you. John, you can amen this because you got four of them. Mm-hmm. There's days I feel like I don't want to be a dad. Yeah, there's there's days it would <laughs> right. be it
0: sounds there's days it's appealing to where you just want to be you're like yo on your own. <laughs>
1: if I could just walk away, this yeah. might be easier, right? Yep. There there's days that, that we feel like we don't want to be in ministry. Yep. I don't want to be a youth pastor today, right? Right. right. And 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 I guess I say that because in the context of when when your life is built and when our students I'm talking about, you know, talking to our students about slips, when our students don't understand the good and the bad that can come from their feelings, if they let their life just be, you know, riding on those emotions, yeah. it could be very detrimental. Right. You know, again, going back to us, if we let our feelings determine the decisions that we made every day, mm-hmm. you know, our, our life would be very detrimental. Yeah. You know, if I let my feeling determine I don't want to be married today, I'm going to yeah. walk away from my wife, yeah. that's a detrimental. Yep. Yeah. You know, and I know that everyone's like, well, that's such a big deal. You're married. You, But at the same time, like a student – you know, they wake up. Well, I feel, you know, like this friend is, is good for me better than you know, growing closer with Christ. I'm gonna yeah. grow closer with this friendship, or instead of growing yeah. closer with Christ, I feel like this guy, this girl makes me complete right. those feelings. I, right? I feel overwhelmed. I feel, right. I feel like there's nothing
0: going right in my life. I feel like nobody's there for me. I yeah. feel like, I feel like I walk into a room and and nobody notices me. And then yeah. the second you start acting on those feelings. Mm-hmm catastrophic things will happen yeah. in somebody's life and catastrophic things will happen in a relationship. Yeah. I feel like this person loves me more than anybody else loves me in my life. Yeah. I feel like this person gives me more attention than I've ever gotten. I feel like this is this is big. I feel like this is the biggest thing going on in my life yeah. because nothing else is going good. And all of a sudden, right. Those feelings have now led them away from where they truly should yeah. be in that moment. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's no wonder that we look at the epidemic that we see in our, in our culture and in our generation today, that kids are more depressed than ever. Right. Students are, uh, you know, the suicide rate is, is, is skyrocketing, it's skyrocketing, yep. you know, drug and alcohol abuse in young mm-hmm. people skyrocketing, right? It's, yep. it's, it's, it's it's a it's it's no coincidence that is that their feelings are being so emotionally yep. up and down and the culture is just feeding yep. into that. And yep. the, and the way we combat that again, I know we're talking about just relation slips today and we're talking about that in the relationship context. But then you can see how that's damaging yep. to their own viewpoint and to their own relationship with yep. Christ because, well, today I woke up and I was a good person. I read my yep. Bible. I feel like God loves me today. Yep. You know, tomorrow I woke up, you know, tomorrow I wake up, oh, I forget to read my Bible, I forgot to pray, I go to bed, oh yeah, I don't feel so good. I feel like God doesn't love me. Right. That's that's just as damaging as that relationship and yep. their own Christ walk. So teaching yep. them, you know, what I'm what I'm what we're saying is like starting with, we have to start with teaching them the difference between infatuation and love. Yeah. And again, that doesn't come with a don't. Right. Right. That doesn't lead off with a well, don't do mm-hmm. this. Yeah. What you're doing is you're laying the groundwork is let me show you what real love looks like. That's it. Yep. Let me show you that, you know, that God loves you because of what Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. did on the cross for your sins. And when you're good and when you feel like you're worthy of it, God loves you. When you're good and when you don't feel like you're worthy of it, God loves you. Not because of anything you do, but because of what Jesus. And you see how that begins to, you know, weave into now their spiritual life, right? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, so the kind of the basis that you have to go with when it comes to dealing with relationships and the culture that we have today is teaching them right off the bat the truth of okay, what's what's it what's infatuation look like in your yeah. life? What does infatuation look like in my life when we let our lives be driven by feelings versus what is, what is real love? Yeah, right? yeah. What is real love? And again, we all say it and and but but when they're dating now, we'll talk about the dating context and and in our students' lives when they're dating, they think. You know, like, oh, no, we're really in love. Like, we're really – I do love this person, and I do have feelings for this person. And, yes, they might have feelings, you know, for them, but teaching them the difference of, man, like, yeah, you got feelings, but is it really yeah, the love that, you know, that God wants you to know? Uh,
0: And And just with that, because, again, students in general – and I don't even want to limit this to students. Like, honestly – Our generations that we're dealing with right now, students, college, young adults, if they're driven by emotions, can I tell you the last thing that they want to hear? That what you are feeling is not valid. Yeah,
1: no, that's so true. And what
0: you're feeling is not real. The second you tell somebody that what they're feeling is not legitimate is the second they shut down. Right. They don't want to hear anything you have to say. Yeah. But then like what you're saying is how can I connect what they're experiencing with what true love actually is? Right. And then let them start to draw that line. Yeah. You know, because and and I say we've made that mistake, Mm. you know, throughout, you know, like. How could you be in love? Mm-hmm. You don't know what true love is. You right. don't know what that is. Right. They're like, "Well, I'm going to show them." Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, uh-huh. I'll show
0: them I know what true love is. Yeah. You know, and it's just you got and that's what you've got to be intentional, mm-hmm. about how to navigate this stuff because right. if you go into it based off of how we feel, sometimes I feel like telling everybody they're stupid <laughs> and that and you know and just like yeah, you don't know what relationships are. Yeah, you know, yeah. I feel like but and the same thing goes for us is we've got to go into this with the game yeah. plan. So yeah.
1: Absolutely. Letting letting them like you said, showing them the truth and, and leading them. And Jesus, yeah. you know, did that way a lot when you yeah. begin to look at the words of Jesus and how he taught people. Yeah. You know, Jesus a lot of times would begin to speak truth. Yeah. And it would drive people to yeah. a, to a to basically a fork in the road right. where they had to, to decide, yeah. okay, exactly. I'm gonna do this or yeah. all right, well forget this. I'm gonna go do my own thing. Yeah.
0: He never blindfolded them and dropped them off right at their yeah. destination. Yeah, and so yeah. and
1: so a lot of times you know, too. Yeah, that's good stuff. Which, which kind of, you know, you know, the fatuation, the love. I guess like goes hand in hand with that as we learn how to define to them what is healthy. Yeah. You know, because again, in the culture we live in, in 2018, from broken homes, from everything the experience, from everything. Yeah. We we won't even talk about the media and the culture and the music and everything that that yeah. that gets driven and sold to them. Like they really have a skewed view of what a healthy yeah. love, a healthy relationship, a healthy marriage, a healthy family. I mean, you can go on and on. They really have a very skewed picture of what healthy looks like. Of course they do.
0: And I think even if you turned off, like think about it. If you turned off the television, Uh if you turned off the radio and you took those elements out of these young men and young women's life, still, what is the example that they're seeing? What are they seeing in their homes right right now? What are they seeing? And – in other relationships, mm-hmm. what are they seeing every place that they go, and and what's acceptable? What's and I I still think that if even if you turn off
1: the media, there's still a problem with what what with what's being laid out right. in front of them. Yeah, absolutely. So and what and like you said, not just even what. Is laid out in front of them, but what seems to be—it may not yep. even be, but what seems to be the, quote, right. majority view. Yes, exactly. And the majority yep. that everybody's doing. Right. Uh, because, you know, right now in the culture that we live in, sometimes the loudest voice is not the majority. No. It's just the loudest voice. It's just the loudest voice. It's just the loudest—you loudest, know, it's the squeakiest wheel that's yep. getting all the oil, kind of, yep. so to speak. And yep. so— so, you know, taking that infatuation versus love, again, not just so much where you don't know what it is, but laying them, laying out what healthy looks like, laying out, you know, the truth of God's word and, yes, the truth of relationships and what it should be so they could begin to, you know, navigate through some of them things. And I think another thing, John, and, and again, some I, n- I know some youth ministries do this very well uh, and some churches do amazing at this and, and some don't. I think when it comes to relationships, relation slips, We can't be afraid to talk about the tough topics. Right. Yep. And in 2018, the tough topics look totally different than what they did. In 2008? In 2008. In 2000. You know, when we were teenagers. You know, it's totally, totally different in 2018. And I know a lot of times we get scared. We say, well, man, if I'm going to talk about this tough stuff. Or are, are these uh, these cultural issues? You know that, that, that they really are too. Like I'm, I'm afraid teenagers might get mad yep. and leave. I'm afraid teenagers might get uh, you know upset and their feelings hurt, and they go tell their friends, and nobody you know is coming. Like we're small enough as it is. I don't yeah. want to make nobody mad. But I think I'm, and John, we we've seen this from experience, and you can chime in. I think more than ever, man, like our teenagers are starving for truth. They are completely. Like, they're starving for someone to say, okay, I know culture says this. I know this is what I hear in media. I know this is what I hear at my school. This is what I hear at home. This is what I hear my friends say. Okay, but really, what is the truth? Mm-hmm. Like, they're starving for that. Yep. And a lot of times we think in the church world, well, I'm going to shy away from the tough topics. Now, again, tough topics 10, 15, 20 years ago was very simple. We just talk about sex before marriage. Yep. Don't have sex, right? Yep. And, you got to, you know, be a woman and a man of purity and, mm-hmm. you know, don't uh, you know, talk about not looking at porn, you know. And yep. again, those are tough topics still. Oh, yeah. But now today in 2018, nope. you got to talk about, you know, things about gender fluid. Yeah. Identity. You know, ide- you know, orientation. My, my identity, my my sexual yep. orientation, you know, all of these yep. You know these rabbit holes and rabbit trails that have just opened up in the culture yep. that we have today. And well, I'm a guy, and I feel like I'm a girl, and and mm-hmm. sometimes I'm a guy, and I'm attracted to guys, and, but sometimes I'm attracted to a girl. I mean, yep. there is just so many things mm-hmm. that's out there that I know we can often find ourselves. And and I know, listen, I know what you're saying. You're like, well, really, do we gotta talk about all of those things? And listen, people are talking about. Well, they're them. talking about it. Like your teenagers have a have a view on it, yep. right? And like you, matter of fact, I, I challenge you, listening. I challenge you to maybe like try to get some type of like sermon series or something, and just poll your kids. Yep. Just poll your students in your youth ministry, and you don't and, even have to teach on it. Just find out. Just sit back yeah. and think about. Like, yeah. Just see what. Just they're thinking. ask them some questions, yep. like, what do they think? Yep. Um, I think you'll be surprised that more students probably don't agree with what the culture says to them. But more students than than probably what you know, too, are very confused on the fact. They know deep down inside, like, man, I don't know if I'm buying into what the culture says. But then at the same time, they're like, but I don't know what anything else says about it. I haven't been told any other side. You know, and so sometimes, again, we we steer away from these tough topics because we're like, man, should we really talk about it? Do kids really, you know, need to know? Oh, listen, they're being taught. Yeah. Like, if we ain't teaching it, they're being taught, you know. And so as our as our jobs and our duty, again, our goal should be to to grow and to build the best, healthiest young men and young women of God possible. Yeah. And in our culture in two thousand eighteen, that means we're gonna to have to talk about some tough well, stuff.
0: And you gotta look at that. Look at that in your friendships. That you have right now. Look at that mm-hmm. in your marriages, in your relationships. I'm going to tell you right now, if my wife and I, if we if we skirted around the tough conversations, that does not mean that they're not there. Yeah, that's Those true. issues don't disappear. Mm-hmm. They're there. We might throw stuff on top of them. We might walk around them, but I'm going to tell you, they're going to come back, and we might be in a worse place five months from now, ten months yeah. from now, a year from now than we would have been if we would have tackled it at the very beginning. Yeah. I, I think right now we've got a lot of a lot of ministers, ministries mm-hmm. that right now they're, they're tiptoeing around the issues that I promise you they will be having conversations about yeah. down the road. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. We all will be. And, and again, I think when you do it from a place of love, again, exactly. going back to what we said earlier, yep. don't, don't tackle it from the don't. Nope. This is what we always tell our students when they come and they start asking us tough questions. Yep. You know, we have, we have two students again, just being totally honest and open. We have two students that, that, sexually they're they're trying to figure out some things right now their identity is up in the air and they're in question and they come every week yeah they don't they don't miss a wednesday unless something's going on they're probably two of the most faithful students that we have out of our whole group um and i remember when they first came to us to set us down and and or we discovered some things that was going on and started having conversation the one thing we did not do was shake the bible in their face and Mm say well listen this is what god's word says about it yeah you know they begin to ask us questions and we ask them, Do you want do you want to know the truth in your life? Right. Right. And again, every student. Yep. I've never met John and I've talked to several students, even not in our youth ministry, uh-huh. on on tough topics like this. Every student out there, and I could be wrong, but I haven't met one yet, wants to know truth. Of course. Period. And, and, yeah, I know there's some people out there that are like, no, I'm going to think what I'm going to think. Hey, listen, that's them, and yeah. them. But when it comes to teenage, when it comes to culture yeah. that we're dealing with, they they want to know the truth. They yeah. want to know exactly, okay, what is – what does the Bible say? What does yeah. God say yeah. about this? You know, yeah. they they want to live a truthful life. They do, and and so when we sit down with them, it doesn't become that. Well, God says this, and God, and again, God says mm-hmm. some things about about this topic, yeah. right? God says some things about these yeah. tough topics that we talk about. But at the same time, when we sit down to them, we just say, "Hey, listen, here's our plan. Let's just discover yep. truth together." One of my favorite things to do is I love to tell them find out what
0: the Bible says about it mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I I and and I and you and you have to do that with understanding. One thing is put a Bible in their hands, give them something mm-hmm. to go read, or else they're going to go online and they're going to try to find out what the internet says. The Bible says right, about which it which is
1: definitely the wrong place. It, it really is, and sometime. and
0: that and that's the thing. I've never I've never had anybody confuse what the Word of God actually says. Right, and so we've got we've got to know. We've also got to know that there's wisdom and how and how to walk people through it. In in that sense that. When they start discovering it again when we're walk when we're walking them down the path and they're and they're they're figuring it out as they go they start to get revealed what true love and relationships and identity is found in all of them are found in the same Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and you know and that's what you know one particular student they don't they they, you know god hasn't you know fully walked them through this yet and so they're still struggling it but they've said to me on numerous occasions she's like hey i don't agree with a lot of the stuff you say but but what I do know is you do love me for who I am, and and you're willing to walk this through with me right now, right. even though we still disagree on some right. stuff. Right, right. We'll sit down and I'll have conversations, and she'll say something and I'm like, "I don't know," you know. Yeah. What does the Word of God say? And you know, we'll talk about it. She'll yeah. read it, and then she'll read it. She's like, "Well, I, I don't know if I, if I if I agree with that." Right. And she knows what she's saying is. Well, yeah. I don't know if I believe what the yeah. Bible says about that. You know, we kind of we even laugh. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, do you understand what you're saying? But like, but she still appreciates. She says, I appreciate that you love me enough not to not be honest with me. Right. If that makes sense. Can I say yeah. that? Does that make sense what I just said? Well, I you think I get me, it. Yeah. I think You I love get me it. enough, I guess. You're not You're, you're not, not going to lie to much. me yeah. to make me happy. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, you're not going to pat me on the back. Yeah. She's like, I know if I come to you and ask you a question mm-hmm. and I ask you something, she goes, I know that yeah. you're going to be honest with me. And I, she goes, and I appreciate that about you. One of...
0: One of my and I would I I pray this for every youth pastor, is that you have a reputation with your students, to where when you when they come and ask you a question, they know they're gonna get the honesty. Yeah. To the point where, we've got students right now. I've I've heard it. I've heard somebody say, "Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go talk to Pastor Matt about about my boyfriend." Where other students will say, "You know, he's gonna tell you what he thinks." Yeah right yeah or you know he's gonna you know you know he's gonna tell you what you you know what you need to hear not what you want to hear and and they're like i know that and that's why they do it Uh i pray that for everybody because
1: that's 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 why students need you yeah
0: right that's why they need you right
1: absolutely absolutely and i I know we could man we could probably talk for hours about that in particular you know thing but but again don't be afraid to to tackle yeah. those tough topics. Don't be afraid to, to mm-hmm. tackle, of course, you know, the sex and the, you know, pornography, yeah. the addictions. But, but again, in the culture that we live in today with the sexual orientation, with the gender identity stuff, mm-hmm. with the transgender, with the gender fluid, with, with all of those things that go on, don't be afraid to to tackle those tough things, which would lead me to the next thing I would say, you know, not only, you know, not only define, you know, not only talk about infatuation versus love and define what a healthy relationship is, not only talk about the tough topics, but you know, talk about those tough topics would lead us to the next thing. What it's well again we're talking about today how to how to navigate through those relation slips in youth ministry is you gotta educate yourself. Yeah. Cause again in two thousand and eighteen the things that we face, the things that the questions that are being asked totally different than 14, 15 years ago. That's right. I
0: I wouldn't even consider ourselves to be old, so to speak. Like we're close to the, I feel like we're like, and when I say that, if you're anywhere between the age, I believe of like, let's say 30 to 35, 36, 37, even a little bit younger, you're just, you're right there. You still know the types of avenues that these students right. are learning right, and, right right you're you're close to that gender and and yet i still think we can be so disconnected from how exactly mm-hmm. they're entrenched in all of this yeah. stuff yeah and i believe that there's a lot of youth pastors pastors out there that are even older yet you know yeah. that they, they've been in the game for a long time uh-huh. they've been fighting you know they've been fighting for years with this and it's the older i feel the older that we get mm-hmm. the more we have to stay in touch yeah the
1: more we have to read. yeah so and, and i think man you just hit on something good there too to stay in touch and reach you know, our generation more than ever they're they're not the tell me generation; they're yeah. the show me generation. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I don't even mean like show me as in point me, yeah, and tell me to go, but show me as in let's walk with this yeah. together. Let me let me see you do it. Yeah. Let me do that with yeah. you. Let yep. Let's walk through this together. Yep. Let's find our answers together. Let's. And I know what the immediate response is. Well, man, that takes a lot of time. Well, You're absolutely right; yep. it does. And with, man, I have a lot of a lot of students. And I'm only one person. You're absolutely right. That I, let me kick you back to the episode is about like the two, importance,
0: two other podcasts. That we've <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly,
1: about. of building and developing teams and having leaders around yeah. you. This is not like the 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 culture that we pastor today. This is not like one person can disciple properly because this is discipleship what we're talking about you know you can't do this to 70 80 students no this is one person to two or three kids four kids you know max and so so you know you have to you have to educate yourself and again you're not going to know all the answers no
0: you don't have to either absolutely
1: not you know my favorite thing i love it i love it when a student comes and asks me a question and i get to look at them and i say I don't have an answer for that, but you know what? Let's let's read some stuff together yeah. and let's find out. Yeah. Like, and because because the Christian side of me and the quote, pastor side of me says, "Well, I, I gotta have an answer, and I need yeah. to like be able to quote a scripture yeah. and say that." No, listen. Sometimes these kids come and ask me questions. Yeah. That I'm like, that's good. I never thought of that question. Let's read it up together. Right. You know, so sometimes educating myself is in the process as I'm discipling them mm-hmm. through one of these. Uh, slips or these tough topics that we're talking about. Sometimes educating myself is me pointing them just because of the network that, yeah. that we have and resources that we have. It's pointing to someone else who says, yeah. you know what? Uh, you know, this leader knows exactly what that's like. Yeah. And, uh, you know, go talk to them about it because they can help you out with that. Yeah. Or, you know what, there's this person who I've connected with. I want you to go check this website out, read this article. They're good, godly people that I know is going to give you some clarification. So sometimes it's not necessarily, because again... In the ministry context, we can get overwhelmed and say, Man, there's so much stuff going on. I I got barely time enough to to, to, to prepare a sermon and, and follow up my guests and do yeah. it. Now I gotta educate myself on all this stuff going on. No, it's not that yeah. not necessarily you gotta know it, but you gotta be willing to surround yourself with the tools and the resources that you could pass on to someone else. Yeah. You know? And so so you educate yourself. And then I I think the biggest thing for relationships, and maybe we'll end on this one, you know, PJ. Is we just gotta learn when we're talking to our students again, is, is defining the boundaries in yeah. relation slips, yeah, and even to get them to understand what boundaries is all about, yeah, you know, is that God is not necessarily a God of rules and orga- right. regulations and do's and don'ts, but yeah. God is a God of boundaries, yeah. Well, and I think that every every game that you
0: play, every every competition that you're in, aren't there boundaries set up? Yeah, are they, are they set up to make the game worse? No, There's, to make it more structured, to make, it, to more make structured. it more enjoyable. Yeah, exactly, and that's and that's I think what we we sometimes, and this is like maybe it's a me we, but sometimes I can make boundaries seem like they're game ender, yeah, like you true. know, like they're meant to make the game miserable and you're not gonna have any fun while playing this game. No, boundaries are meant to make it enjoyable. And keep it to where we're playing within the confines of having a victory. Mm-hmm. That's what boundaries are yeah. all about. And and what I love about just about every game that I've played, whether it be basketball, football, baseball. If you if you dribble out, you pass the ball out of bounds in basketball, Matt. Yeah. You dribble out of bounds is the game over?
1: No, not at all. It's not over, right?
0: But at least you know that I was out of bounds, and it's time for me to get back in. That's
1: good. So yeah. if,
0: if we don't set that up for students, uh-huh. we have no idea if we're playing on a different court. Yeah. So, I, and, that, and that's what I think we have to make sure that we are really driving home with students. There are boundaries that we need to set uh-huh. up, not to finish the game and say right. that you failed and it's over,
1: pick up your ball and go home, but let's get back out here and let's play the way that we're supposed yeah. to. Yeah, that's that's such a great point, John, that, yeah, sometimes in our ministry context, we can almost put off that, that negative connotation, right. that, oh, you crossed the boundaries. Yep. Sorry, game over. Yep. Like oh you cross the boundaries in that relationship or yep. oh you cross the boundaries when it comes to that lifestyle yep. oh now obviously sorry, it's God. not good right yeah absolutely like
0: obviously it's not good yeah and nobody nobody should ever sit there and say oh, I mean that's not a big deal yeah. I mean they messed up you know yeah well listen there's boundaries yeah
1: don't you know you don't want to find yourself yeah. in that situation yeah how and, do you not get in that situation absolutely again? and and that like you said. Understanding the importance of laying that out to them. Yes. You know, I think of you know we had a couple. We got a church basketball team. You know, nothing crazy, but a couple. You know, a lot of us guys we try to go out and play on Monday nights. And we had just a two, lot of broken ankles everywhere like, is all it is. That's what it is. Just people slipping up all over a wet court. Just people having to mop it up after we make it rain three yeah. is what it is. But <laughs> but the uh, uh, but we had a couple a couple uh, younger guys play basketball with us this yeah. year that had never played organized basketball. Right. Right. Yeah. And I and I and I'll. I'll never forget the first couple games, how angry they were getting. They were yep. legit getting angry and not losing their temper or anything, but they're getting so frustrated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, dude, what? why are you like so wrong? And I was taken for granted mm-hmm. that I understood the rules and the yep. boundaries yep. and that they should too. Their frustration was coming, not that they weren't having fun and didn't yep. even want to play the game. Right. Their frustration was coming is they didn't understand the boundaries. Right, exactly. They would do something. Yeah. And they found out that they'd messed up. Yeah. And they're like, well, nobody told me I did. You know, yeah. and that's, you know, they would, <laughs> they would, you know, like you said, like maybe stay in the lane too yeah. long, you know, three yeah. second call, whatever. In basketball, you can't yeah. stay in the lane too long. And so yeah. they'd get caught for three seconds and, yeah. and then he would look over and be mad. and I'm like, oh, we, we didn't yeah. tell him that. Yeah. And, but once we set, you know, these two yeah. individuals down, they'd never played an organized yeah. ball in their life. And I said, okay, hey, here's the boundaries. Yeah. Here's the things you can yeah. do. You cannot do. Here's what yeah. you want to avoid. Right. By the end of the year, they're up and down the court, loving the game, having fun, high fiving yeah, people, enjoying it, enjoying it, enjoying a game that they yeah. should be enjoying. Yeah. but they weren't enjoying it because they didn't understand
0: yeah. the boundaries, and and they didn't get a pass. Yeah, because they didn't understand the boundaries. Mm-hmm. The whistle still blew. Yeah, the penalty. I mean, they still. You know, it was still a foul. It was still a turnover. Like yeah. that's the thing is, it doesn't matter if our students don't know. Mm-hmm. They're still violating yeah. the boundaries that are set yeah. up.
1: And, and and I think going back to what we said in the very beginning, you know, maybe your youth pastor, youth leader, you're like, man, I tell my kids not to date and they shouldn't date. Yeah. Hey, listen, if, if your students listen to that, that's amazing. Yeah. But I think just when it comes to the relation slips in life, we're going to be a lot more beneficial. Again, relationships, we're, we're made for relationships, yeah. right? Yeah. That's how God intended it to be. Like we're, we, we starve for people in our life. Yeah. And when we can take those enjoyable things that God meant to be enjoyable, yeah. Lay out the boundaries for our yeah. students. Hey, God is not a God who's a killjoy. God yeah. is not a God who, you know, never wants you to date until you're twenty six yeah. and and you know, uh, are ready, you know, you're ready yeah. to get married and you find your mate like that's yeah. like, God wants you to enjoy your life. But Hey, here are the boundaries that he sets, mm-hmm. not because he's mean or because he's terrible, but because he wants to protect you Right. because he wants to see you be able to succeed in life. I think you're going to find yourself winning a lot more in those, in those relationships with, with your students yeah. and helping your students win a lot more in their yeah. relationships in life as well. Absolutely. Good stuff, dude. I love it. Boundaries. Maybe we, should we call it boundaries for the episode? Oh, we could call it boundaries. No, we'll call
0: it navigating relation slips. Navigating like relation slips. And uh, I just think that one great thing for students to see is they want to see how it's done. Just last thought. Oh, hey, that's good, John. Yeah, Everything, say that. You know, that. We just want to make sure that if they don't have an example at home and they don't see examples at school and they're not hearing it from their friends, give them one couple or if you're single, just give them one person in their life mm-hmm. that they see doing it right. Yeah. That's good. So even if, and here's the thing, maybe for you, because I, I was a single youth pastor for a season, uh-huh. even if you're not having fun being single, let them see that it's okay being single. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're, if you're married, let them see how much fun marriage is when it's done the right way. Yeah. That's so, so. good.
1: So true. Dude, drop the mic, walk out of the room. You're Dro- done. That's expensive. Mic. No, don't drop the All microphone. Right. Yeah. We got to right. end this episode. Don't All drop right. it. Sweet. Hey, episode 22 is in the book. We did it, man.
0: Next week, next month, the next podcast, that's the GOAT the goat episode.
1: That is the GOAT, 23.
0: 23. The GOAT,
1: the GOAT episode. Episode 22, navigating relationships yep. with your students. Hey, we want to thank you for listening. Make sure you share it, like it. Yep. And again, hey, give us some feedback, man. We'd love We'd to love hear it. from you. Yep. And you can Facebook, uh, Essential Coaching. Uh, you can email us at? John at EssentialCoaching.us
0: and Matt at EssentialCoaching.us us or
1: check out our website give es- it to them
0: essentialcoaching.us man
1: it is so simple hey listen we've been hanging out for a while thanks for listening and we will see you soon